Hey, housewives, come on in. You know the dirty dishes are still in the sink from yesterday and the laundry is still in the basket. Pop your AirPods in and make yourself at home here. I'm Tracy. I'm Tori. And we are your Unlikely Housewives. Stepping out in faith and believing that God calls the unlikely, we are here to show you the appreciation and validation you deserve, lead you to authentic relationships, and release you of believing the cultural lies to restore your faith and wellness. Pull up those high-waisted yoga pants, tighten your top knot, and reheat your coffee for the third time. Turn up the volume and let's go. housewives hey hey welcome back welcome back we are coming to the end of Maysember. Ooh, i think i'm tired i'm tired now too take I a deep am, breath i know i am praising that school by the time y'all get this school will be out but what we're feeling right now is just all the things the teacher gifts the field days the homeworks the finals i gotta say i checked off the teacher gift list last week so i was like whoosh good for you i just but that was just one you know yeah i had good intentions i text y'all on may 1st remember you that? did i text you our did. group chat and i was like hey let's let's do this let's someone come up with some good ideas help me get a good teacher gift and y'all failed and i bought a gift card last week okay <laughs> You know, in all honesty, that's probably what they want. I know. Yes. I may or may not. I will not confirm. That I bought one of the teachers alcohol. Huh. So I mean, when you know them that well. True. And, <laughs> and I don't know that I know her all that well, but I did already get the response. She came up to me immediately and said, best teacher's gift ever. There you go. And I was like, I win. Yep. So there's that. So I try to beat that moms. No. <laughs> Just but so if you're looking for a good teacher's gift, alcohol might be what you need. Yeah. Never know. It depends on your child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. It depends on how your child was for the year. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But here we are and we are, we have had, we've had a really good spring. I mean, yeah. we've, some of the guests that we have brought y'all, man, they have been good. Yeah. And they've been fun to really just kind of go, we were all over the place, but what I think that what I loved was just new, fresh ideas from all of them. Yeah. And just going different places and you guys hearing different stories and just different things that that hit in different ways. And even, you know, something else that was shared with us via text message, you know, yeah. that our other episodes are still being shared. Mm-hmm. And one of them that is so, so impactful, yeah. I guess, was yep. from last spring. It was mm-hmm. spring of last year. And that one is for the moms of two kids that now have foundations that they do. Their mission is to help. Suicide prevention. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and make that. And we were just talking about how a friend shared with us that now somebody in Minnesota. Yeah. Are doing those boxes because they got that podcast episode and. And shared it with somebody that shared it with somebody. And now the school up there is doing it. Yeah. So like that's, you know. That's amazing. And that's y'all. That's not mm-hmm. us. I mean, that is because you guys are going, somebody needs to hear that. And you mm-hmm. guys are obeying the calling that, you know, that God puts right there and just 
So you need to share that one with this person and you guys do and look at what is happening because of it. We're just so incredibly thankful and grateful to be just a small part of it. Yeah. And I think that one being prevalent this month, too, if you want to go back and find it, because I believe it was released a year ago in May. Or maybe that was the re-release. We did it twice. But it is, it's just, it's so good. And I think that not only is it just the realization of what other families have gone through, it kind of gives you some signals or warnings, I guess, of like just some things to think about with your own children and some prevention and just some conversations that you can have to help them if they're struggling with depression or or difficult thoughts. And well, even the fact that it was talking about too, about how there weren't warning signs. Yeah. Right. You know, like yep. that it was and how impactful like just that thought is, mm-hmm. is that in 20 minutes kids can mm-hmm. make the decision. Yep. That is a permanent, permanent. And, you know, and I think I want to say the re, re-release was in September because that's Suicide Prevention oh, Month. Okay. And then I think the original episode was May of May okay. or April of last year. Okay. But. Either way, it's in there a couple of times. You guys can find it. Yeah. It's great. It's probably an incredible conversation starter if you have an older teen to listen to together. Mm-hmm. And you guys can, you press play and they pause when they want to ask you a question or say something. That's a that's a great idea. So all that to say that we started this in January, coming back and talking about like doing this podcast in the struggle. Not from a place of strength, but a place like through the struggle. Yeah. And God has been faithful on getting us to the end of May. Yeah. Like that's I think when we started in January, we were nervous because we'd taken that break, that the unexpected break. We took it in the fall as I was focusing on family things and we wanted to pick up and we did. We did an anniversary episode in December. And then we just decided, you know, with the holidays and everything, let's start strong in January. And we hoped that we would make a whole season. And honestly, we hoped to go through the summer. But as all things, we were derailed a little bit. And I think that, you know, what we have learned over the last year and a half is that it's okay to pause and it's okay to pivot. <laughs> yeah. Especially just when you're living in a difficult season. And we both have been at different times and at the same time. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. It is. And so what we're saying here is while we do have intentions to release some episodes over the summer, we're not really sure if it's going to be a weekly or if it's going to be once and then a couple weeks off or or what that's going to look like. So we're giving you the heads up (laughs) that summer is up in the air. And but let's back up and talk a little bit about what I'll share what the behind the scenes (laughs) uh, or behind the mic. Yeah. What you guys have. If you know me personally, you probably have heard most of this. So feel free to skip, you know, hit fast forward 30 seconds a couple of (laughs) times. But There have been lots of things going on, and one of them being that uh, right after Christmas, my our tub flooded, Mm -hmm. and our entire master bath is having to be redone. And that was in December, and if you're doing the math, it is May, and construction hasn't even started on that. And so my husband has been showering in the guest bathroom. I've been showering in Jay's bathroom, and... Yes, it's a first world problem, but it's also just that like it rocks things. It change does. and just not into routine. Right. Not in the routine. It it is an inconvenience, even though it seems 
a minor inconvenience, but also just like the stress of walking to your bathroom every single day and seeing that it's still not incomplete. incomplete and dealing. I don't know if you've had the the luxury of dealing with an insurance company trying to do a house repair and they're saying, no, it doesn't cost that. But in 2023, it does cost that. <laughs> I promise this is not insurance fraud. And so like just those back and forth and the arguments and send a picture of this and the, the conversation with the contractor. I mean, that has been almost like Andrew and I were trying to calculate it. We're like, how many work hours have we actually spent on this? Right. Of, you know, his valuable time, my time's worth something. And just like, wow, this would be a salary at this point of mm-hmm. how many hours we've put in to do the research to bring to the insurance company to say, this is why, this is what we're doing. And it's just, it has been an absolute nightmare of a situation, just long and drawn out. And I still don't have a bathroom. Mm-hmm. So that's just one thing <laughs> in the background of all the things going on. And then a second thing is in the fall of last year, Andrew started to have some back pain issues. And we did all the things of chiropractic and dry needling and acupuncture. And and then it it was good for a little bit. And then in about, I want to say February, it came back with it a vengeance. And Come to find out in April, he had an MRI and it's a bulging disc. And so now he's going to need surgery. And so that's an entire different thing. But while that just sounds like, okay, it's been awful because the things that he cannot do is sit. Mm-hmm. Sitting is extremely painful for him. And he, he has a desk job. So he sits. And we also have two children who are in activities that we drive everywhere, which is sitting. (laughs) And so he, the car is extremely painful. And that is just, so again, has shifted us. And you have two giant dogs that he can't probably walk on a leash because they might jolt him. Yes. And they're puppies. And so it's just, it's been like a lot of shifting and a lot of, Again, pivoting and and taking on different responsibilities and things like that. And I mean, he is in constant pain. He doesn't get relief. He's not on any opioids or anything like that to as for painkillers. He doesn't want to be. And but like that constant pain. And and if you've ever been in pain, ladies, yeah. for any length of time, we all tend to get a little cranky mm-hmm. and frustrated. Yeah. And so, but that that has. There are things that he can't do. And so that's when I go, I step, you know, and then acquiring a business at some point. Yeah. You know, was in was involved in that. So we also have that. And that's been a fun new adventure, which yeah. I'm in. I've had a lot of fun enjoying the networking of, for that because I am involved in that. And then just, you know, kids activities and sports and yeah. And just the daily in the midst of the hard stuff, like it really does throw things off. I mean, gosh, putting a meal on the table seems difficult some days. Yeah. I'm like, oh, we have to eat again. I mean, chicken nuggets. Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. Ham sandwich. Great. Sure. Let's (laughs) see. What do we have in the pantry? Uh, I'll make I make tacos every week because you can just do a mixture of things, you know, make them nachos the next day. There's all kinds of things. But oh, for sure. My kids have gotten to a point of like tacos again. Uh I have never said that tacos again. I'm like, yep, tacos. Great. Yeah. (laughs) 
That also might be because we always have a margarita with tacos, <laughs> and they so, they can't know, enjoy sometimes. that. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's become. I've I've been through those seasons, and I'm still in that season. It just looks differently, and it's just it's constant roller coaster. And you know, I think the one thing that I'll, we've talked about many many times over the season and last year, you know, like you see the highlight reel, you see social media. And just see that like everything's going good. And, you know, typically it is, you know, we do find joy amidst the chaos and we do find, you know, happy moments and celebrating things that our kids are going through in schools and activities and milestones. And I mean, like, look at this spring. I mean, two Mm -hmm. incredible things. I mean, you had two kids get baptized this spring. You got baptized this spring. Like, so there are these joyous celebrations and Mm -hmm. like, and we do, we absolutely see God working and all of this and but it can get heavy yeah and, and it we're not a couple girls here that are going to shy away from that like because we have had the conversations and we know that things are difficult and I've been dealing with my own health issues and I was open about that on a couple different episodes and it takes a lot out of you you know and when things change and work changes and health changes or you know now you have to have a surgery it changes everything and it truly changes the di- dynamic of your family i mean we've really dealt with that with our youngest having anxiety and everything that you know we go through with her it changes a full dynamic of the family right and it's difficult so we just are here to say like in these really hard seasons you know when you're struggling it's like you can still find joy amongst the chaos and you just you have to be open to that Right. And and remember, the joy doesn't come from circumstance. Mm-hmm. It doesn't come from something that happens to you is that you have access to joy 24-7 and it comes through Christ. And I remember we started the season with Bring the Joy. Yeah, we did. And our lives have, if somebody knew all the details of all the things that you and I have been going through from the inside out, let's say, there would be... No one would be shocked if we were unhappy, frustrated, angry, depressed, hiding under our covers four days a week. Like no one would be shocked and they would be like, yeah, you absolutely are allowed to feel that. Mm -hmm. But you and I have chosen like that's not where my that's not where my joy comes from. That is that my feelings are are minimal. Feelings are dust in the wind like they're they're nothing like there's too many people who let their feelings dictate whether they do something or not. Well, mm-hmm. I just don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. Well, but you need to do that, you know, or and but our joy is not a feeling. Our joy comes to us abundantly if we ask for it. Yeah. And so you and I have chosen to do that. And there are days that we have a hard time accepting it. Yeah. Or but, you know, you and I can in the midst of all the hard and go back and forth and then crack a joke of like, well, if this puts me six feet under, then so be it. You know, like uh-huh. I, here we are. And, you know, and we, st- we can still do that. And yeah. still. Well, I've lived through the hard of what you're about to go through just in a different way with Chris having his rotator cuff surgery a couple of years ago. Yeah. That was 2020. Wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was November. It was. It was November of 2020. And I had my kids home hybrid and I was like, you know, homeschooling and had one homeschooling for kindergarten. And yeah, that was a mess. And while he was home for two, like, well, he was home for a long time, but the two weeks post-surgery, 
Oh, of just getting him recovered. I just was reminding Tori that it's like a newborn. You do have to set timers and make sure you stay ahead on the pain medication and do all those kinds of things. It's so fun. And you don't get any sleep. And about two weeks after, maybe a week and a half after Chris's surgery, I'd come downstairs and my dog was peeing blood everywhere. And then that was when he had to have uh, bladder surgery. And I had to sleep on the couch in the basement with him for 18 nights in a row until I had gone back and received that he was, you know, the info that he was good to go up and downstairs because he would have to go out to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night and I couldn't, he couldn't go up and downstairs. So I was carrying him and, you know, I was really tired and still raising four kids and teaching them. And, you know, so when we were just joking earlier that I thought that was hard. <laughs> I've been through harder since. So, I mean, we can get through anything, can't we? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And the thought that what doesn't kill us makes us stronger. Well, not really. Yeah. Not really. No, just does. We just have more information. Right. That's all. We know more now. We knew. We do. We ask more questions. Yeah. And we go, wait a second. We I'm, pray harder. We pray harder. <laughs> I also, like I said, I've stopped praying for patients. Because I've stopped, I stopped wanting opportunities to be patient. Mm -hmm. So I made the mistake in the fall to start praying like, God, give me your joy, your, yeah. your joy that doesn't come with circumstance. And, and he's been faithful. Hey, yep. He's, I'm in a, I'm in a phase of like just surrendering. And it just, it's like, it took a lot to get there because I'm always been, you know, uh, control, you know, especially you the kids. kids. I was going to yeah, say, like, you, it's you, really, you really hard. To. You do. Yeah. You have to have the planning. You have to like, and there's certain things that I still have to have control over, of course, because that's just functioning. But there's so much that I've just surrendered and given to the Lord and things with, you know, our marriage and our kids. And, you know, I, I know there's big changes that are going to happen in the future. And I just, I have so much peace about it because he's in control, not me. Yeah. And I have... Just had to really pray into that and let that go. And it feels really good. I really wish I would have listened to people when they told me that a while ago. But <laughs> but here we are. In his timing. Yes. Uh-huh. We, and that's something too, like years, years ago, like, and thank God I still have it. And, but it's like when Andrew and I were going through stuff and that, that season of hard and I just said, okay, God, this is your marriage and he's yours and I'm not his Holy Spirit and mm -hmm. we're, you know, but like. If you take this away, if this goes, like, I'll be fine. I don't know what fine looks like, but I'll be fine. Yeah. And to this day, I still have that piece of like, this is yours and not mine. Mm -hmm. Like, and I, you know, and there's when you come at something with that kind of like, hey, it doesn't matter what I do. Yeah. Like, I've I've given it over and like, I'm going to do what he told me to do, which is show up in love. Mm -hmm. And then the rest is just, we'll figure it out. And like you do, you have such more peace. We've mm -hmm. talked about you, you know, peace is of utmost important for you and your family mm -hmm. in this season of life. Like yeah. that is what you, you have cultivated since, mm -hmm. since COVID and the pandemic yep. and all of that and what that looks like. And that's amazing. And too often we we don't give peace the credit that it it needs yeah. because we're like, well, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. You just keep going. You just keep going in it until you're in the ground, you know, like it just it's too much. Yeah. And so, yeah, we we've definitely slowed down it as much as we could from having, you know, four kids and activities. But 
It does feel good. We we do enjoy like this weekend. We had one game and we fished and we played outside and we just we relaxed and it was lovely. Yeah. And isn't it fun just to have those reminders like we had something similar this week where it was like, hey, we don't have anything this week. Like we can just get up and go. Mm-hmm. We can go and do like, yeah. let's let's go all the way out to I don't even I was in somewhere. 45 minutes and I was like come on girls let's go mm-hmm. and it was just easy and then it was, you know and then all right well Sunday afternoon it's pretty let's go to the pool yep which I'm not ready for that like no was it cold uh I don't know I didn't get in oh come on mama <laughs> oh no you're forgetting I don't get in the pool with my children <laughs> something no 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 but how was that book the book was lovely. <laughs> it is. And I'm, I'm yes, almost happy. I love yeah. to read. Yes. Current on my current reading list is Delete That by John Christ. Oh, I bet that's good. And it is good. And he's and it's really talking about like the stories we tell ourselves and hmm. and yeah. <laughs> and how at the base of everything that we do is we're worried about what others think about us. And so when uh-huh. And it's just so spot on. And it, it, obviously, he's coming at it from the social media perspective. Mm-hmm. But it's really good about how like you have you you put on a face of what you want people to think you are and versus what you actually are. But how much happier you are when you are really going, you know what? But, but that's not me. Yeah. And your it's true okay. authentic self. Yeah. And it's OK that I'm a Christian and I'm drinking a beer and it's noon. Mm-hmm. It's OK, Mama. I don't, I'm not going to judge you for whatever's in that Yeti cup of yours. Yep. Or the Stanley cup. 2023 after all. So it's a Stanley cup now. But Not if you're in my house. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. But that's it. Like, it's just, you know what? If that's, if you, no judgment here. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to judge you from what you're, what you're going through. Because again, if you, you looked at my social, know. if you looked at my social media, you would have no idea. Mm-hmm. And it's not even like, I think that's the hard part is it's like, it's not that we're hiding anything. I mean, we're very vocal on our podcast. So if anybody really wanted to know, they could just jump on here. But, you know, it's, it also is a, it isn't as a safe place as it used to be to share your struggles. And I think that's why people have internalized it more. And, you know, just talking to a couple moms last week, just about our health journeys and just all the things that we're going through and some of the things that, you know, each of us are trying it's like we're all doing something different but we're all trying you know and so Mm -hmm. you're encouraging each other in that but no one knew until we talked together about it yeah like well and it's almost like if i post this on social media will i get the the mom shaming or will i get the body shaming or will i get the you know yeah anymore you don't want to open yourself up to it because you know it's coming right you're gonna offend somebody I mean, now I, you know, I just did one post where it talked about how, how I am a terrible person. Yeah. And that one. That that was good. Thank you. And I had had another friend who just posted just kind of like on Mother's Day and it was one of those things. It was just sharing her infertility journey. And then in the, in the bottom of it, she had to say, please don't send me messages about how we can get pregnant. Like, can we, can you just not like reach out to me about that. Like I'm just sharing for others that are there. Like the fact that we have to disclaimer everything anymore. Yeah. Is ridiculous. Yes. And but I get why she did. Right. And but two, it's like I can't say happy Mother's Day now. I have to also like 
it doesn't take anything away if I say happy Mother's Day. If Mother's Day is not a great day for you, I'm sorry, Mm -hmm. you know, but we also don't have to disclaimer you know, like the, right. the the offense is like, it's like my children when I say, Jay, great job on cleaning, you know, or on that pitch, whatever. And then E comes out and both, well, I'm really great at volleyball. And I'm like, sweetheart, just because I was complimenting, saying something to her takes nothing away from you. Exactly. Takes nothing away. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying she's better than you. Yeah. I'm not saying that she's more gifted you. I just complimented her on this. And I said that she looks great. And doing that, whatever. But I also don't have to say anything at the exact same time about you to just say something. Mm -hmm. Like, we have got to figure, like, that out. I know. I don't know where that comes from. That's coming from something. Because it happens in my household, too. I think it's the all about me, right? Like, Mm -hmm. these, we're, we're living in a world where it is. It's all about... Yeah, that's true. ...me. And so when you compliment somebody else... Well, what are you going to say about me? Mm-hmm. Well, the other fun one is, well, that's not fair. <laughs> and I'm like, find that in the Bible. It's find it in the Bible. Well, nothing is nothing is fair. And every kid says that. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, you can't. It, just because your sister, she's different than you. She's not the same child as you are. Mm-hmm. So I, I can do whatever I want with her. Yeah, I have four kids are all totally different. And right. I tell them that all the time. Nothing yeah. will be fair. I am taking this one to do this. And this one's older than you. And this one, this and this one, this. That's just the way it is. Deal right. with it. And <laughs> it's not and it's not a tit for tat either. Like, mm-hmm. can we quit keeping score? Yeah, I know. Uh, that one. Yeah. That one's good with kids. And that one's good with spouses. Oh, yeah. My kids all know who, who, quote unquote, my favorite is. And I am quoting because I don't ever say I have a favorite. I love them all. But. I mean, let's be honest. Our favorite is the one that's listening to us. Yes. And the one that loves me the most. Yeah. (laughs) It's obvious. Yes. (laughs) I mean, the one that is putting my feelings above their own. I'm like, of course, they're my favorites. And the one that actually listens to me and respects me and doesn't just drop something in front of me and be like, oh, would you pick that up? What the what? Yeah. Yeah. That's a kid. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I, I, mm hmm. Or the they're sitting in front of the TV watching softball and it's, can you get me a water? You have two feet. You you can walk. <laughs> Baby girl, I, you can walk. You got. I know. Summer's uh, going to be a retraining. I'll send my kids over to your house too. <laughs> well, I can't say that I can train them, my own but, floor. Okay, yeah, I, I know. Well, two more. <laughs> although, how about this? I'll take two of yours. You may take my two because how they always listen to somebody that's not somebody their own else, yeah. for sure so I'll yeah. train two of them mm-hmm. does actually train my dogs might <laughs> be able to do that I'll see but I'll, I'll I need to stop barking and being such jerks too yeah mm-hmm. anyway but that's also but that's also something that's a struggle that you went through oh, too of yeah. this with the dogs and in the pool and, and the all pool the things. And, and all the just things the financial stresses and the court dates and yeah we've been through a little bit yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On top of the diagnosis for yeah. Furby and all the things like. Yep. It's always something. It is. And and as soon as we get something off our plate, there's something else. Yeah. So here's what we're. This is not to air our dirty laundry and just come to y'all and just, come, you know, be like, no, I'm not. I feel sorry for us. It's not by any means. No, it's we, really just for you guys to feel you aren't alone. I mean. Yeah. You can always like just if you don't have a space. And again, we use this as our space, but we use each other, too. And our very close knit group. But 
if you don't have a space that you can just be open and process things and talk about things without judgment, like, oh, you got to find it because you have to be able to process stuff. I feel like so many people are just internalizing everything that they're going through. And as life gets harder, as your kids get older, as seasons change, you know, the highs and the lows, like we have to have people in our corner and in our community to support us. Yes. And we're here to say you're not alone. And we're to encourage you to go make sure that you have those people. And there is a difference between a like a complaining session versus something Mm -hmm. that's actually productive. Like we're not talking about just talking trash about your spouse or talking, you know, like complaining about what the kids are doing or what, you know, or the coworkers at at the office. We're not saying that. What we're saying is that having the person or persons that you can go to and say, okay, I just need, I need to get this off my chest. I'm going to tell you the feelings that I feel. And then I'm going to, you know, and then you redirect me back to this is what God's doing in this and like put Shine some light on it for me because I can't see it. I can't see it. Yeah. I can't see the joy at the moment. Yeah. My blinders are on or, you know, something is going on. Yeah. God wants that for us. Yeah. He wants us to be in that kind of community. He wants us to be able to work things out in that space. And that's why he's given us relationships with others. Mm -hmm. So you, you can, I hope that you, if you don't have that, I hope that you find it. And find, you know, and if you need help finding it, reach out to us. We've got, I mean, I can definitely give you some places where I have found people. But like, again, a lot of times it's just opening your mouth, Mm -hmm. right? As hard as that is, I'll be completely honest with you that I did not want to meet today Mm -hmm. because I didn't want to talk. Yep. I didn't want to have to process things. I didn't want to, I wanted. Get it all the time. Yep. And I (laughs) didn't want to bring it. Back, uh, I like. I like. It's just easier if we don't meet today, mm-hmm. so we don't talk about things, and then I can just I can be on my own, and because I'm good, I'm good by myself. But like, that's not what it is. Mm-hmm. And you and I have been d- very different struggles, and there's been times too where I want to bring something, but I'm like, but she's going through so much more with the court dates and the the all this stuff, and I'm like, and but again. My struggles don't take anything away from your struggles. Exactly. And I'm not, you're not comparing them and Mm -hmm. I'm not comparing them. Like, yep. There are struggles that you're going through that I'm like, yeah, that would seem like that would, I could handle that more than I could handle this. And you Mm -hmm. can be like, well, what's hard for her? You would be like, well, that would be easy to, you know, manage and do. Like, that's not one of the things I just read in the book that I'm reading in regards to Braylon's new diagnosis is it was just saying like, it is so much easier to not talk to people about it because unless they have a child with the same thing, they just don't get it. So it's easier to not talk about it mm-hmm. than to talk about it. But the problem that that leads to is feeling extremely alone in what you're dealing with. Yeah. And it's lonely enough as it is. Mm-hmm. And then even lonelier to not talk about it. And it is, it's a struggle, but I have to force myself because I know that I'm going to talk about it, especially with my circle and they're not going to get it, but they're going to love me for what I'm going to say about it anyway. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's hard, but that's what we're, we're all growing. (laughs) Well, and the other thing too is, is that in that, like, you don't know who is going through it as like right you may find that one other person mm-hmm. right 
but you're never going to find them if you don't say, yeah, man, this has been hard. And this is what, you know, what yeah. we're struggling through. Like y- you won't because yep. people can't read our minds. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if, if you don't open yourself up to that, then how on earth can anything come from it? Yep. But well, we're here just to remind you, you are not alone. Correct. And we are always trying to find the joy and bring the joy. Bring the joy. <laughs> bring the joy amongst the chaos and share in your seasons of struggle because you're not alone. And there are so many people that you're going to be sitting around at barbecues and in this summer. And like, guys, don't just ask, how are you? Say, how's your heart? What's going on? Like, get to the root of people. And start to connect again, connect on a deeper level, help people see that you're there for them more than surface, because that's what we both long for. Yeah. And don't be surprised, like welcome the opportunity to just be there. You don't have to say anything. Mm -hmm. You don't have to have the right words. You can literally just be, hey, I'll sit shoulder to shoulder with you and you can talk or not talk. And either way, it's totally fine with me. Yep. And sometimes that's all somebody needs. And that's Mm -hmm. all, you know, like, and or sometimes, honestly, they just need your space. Yeah. I mean, I had a friend earlier this this year that called and said, are you home? Because I can't go home. Mm -hmm. I just I just need to be somewhere. And I don't know that I'll be able to talk, but I just need to be not at home. Come on over, you know. But if we also don't tell people that, you know, and remind our friends and tell them over and over and over again, like, hey, if you ever need, you know, I'm here for you. I'm, you know, because, again, we we forget. We so easily forget. Yep. And then we start to try to do it on our own and and not do it, you know. And when we know that we if we just made that phone call, hey, can I just come over for orange juice and mimosa? Like, get it out. Champagne. Champagne. (laughs) Whatever it is. Can I just come over for alcohol? Yes. Yes, you can. We will cope with that a little bit, but we're not going to cope with that all the way. Yes. So that's correct. That's you can (laughs) do that. Different. (laughs) Yes. So, but yeah, you have to tell people that and because we forget and and be that for somebody else, too. Yes. So So. we are going to leave it with until next time, housewives. Yes, we will be back. Have an awesome summer. You are going to be hearing from us soon. Yes. We love you. Love you. Thank you, housewives. Bye. Whether we made you laugh or cry today, we pray you feel appreciated, bolder and braver than yesterday, stronger and more faithful for tomorrow and living in who you were made to be today. Join our online community on Facebook. Link in the show notes. And be sure to review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you enjoy listening. Until next time, housewives, we give you permission to walk confidently, free, and to be intentional in your slippers or stilettos.